following program is pre-recorded. Live from the Hope Center in Plano, Texas, this is Hope in the Night. Late night talk radio offering biblical hope and practical help. And on the air now for over 25 years. I'm Jeff Oliver here with author and speaker June Hunt. June, I was surprised to find out recently that the work of uh, ours, the materials that we have on guilt, on excuse me, on grief, is uh, one of the hardest to keep on the shelves. That they're ordered a lot, and uh, people have, uh, you know, really want to know about that because as it as it relates to our faith, you know, many times we have when when a grief situation comes up, we we wonder, we have lots of questions and very few answers. So how do those things relate, grief and faith? Well, uh, I'm going to be candid. Both can be uh, messy, Mm -hmm. Uh, not always neat and tidy, Mm -hmm. not at all predictable. Um, Some people uh, think of faith as uh, like a mountaintop experience. Not always. Sometimes... It leads to walking through the valley of the shadow of death. And yet, in, um, in the 23rd Psalm, it's, we can walk through the valley of the shadow of death, but we can fear no evil. Hmm. Um, that's the rest of that short passage. So, sometimes, uh, when we think of grief, sometimes it brings your broken cries, your questions before the Lord. And um, C.S. Lewis, who is a a profound statesman um, from England, he continually poured out his heart and his hurt. And he began to sense God's presence when he he wrote, When I lay these questions before God, I get no answer, but rather a, a special sort of no answer. It's not the locked door. It's more like a silent certainty. Well, a, a, a silent, um, certainly not, uncompassionate gaze, as though he shook his head, not in refusal, but waving the question like, peace, child, you don't understand. Meaning, when we go through a major loss, and most most of us have, um, death in heaven raise many questions and difficult feelings, especially for the bereaved. We are to bring our questions to the Lord. We are to bring our emotions to the Lord. He can handle our emotions, our thoughts, our feelings, our sorrows. He encourages us to pour out our hearts to Him, however broken they may be. And the Bible says, trust him at all times. Pour out your hearts to him, for God is our refuge. That's Psalm 62, verse 8. And the Bible, in particular in the Psalms, 
is filled with people courageously expressing their difficult feelings. And they serve as a, a model to us for what it looks like to come to God when we feel confused, uh, grieved, fearful, hopeless. C.S. Lewis understood this. His grief, and that would be in a major way the loss of his wife, um, there was no question. Um, He reminds us that no matter what we're feeling, God invites us to give him our burdens. We see um, this is a, an important passage in Psalm fifty-five, twenty-two: Cast your burden on the Lord, and he will sustain you. He will never permit the righteous to be moved, meaning he will be your constant. So, For the bereaved, or for those approaching death, bring whatever you're feeling to the Lord. Pour your heart out to Him. Uh, Bring your questions. He he can handle your questions. Um, Some people feel, oh well, I can't I can't say that to God. No, you can say anything you need to say. You can bring your feelings. Your you're doing this as an act of trust and faith and obedience. God is not shocked or surprised. Answers to some of the questions can be found in His Word, but more important than the what and the why behind the pain is the who. The who, that's God Himself. We may not all receive uh, all the answers to our questions in this life, but we have God, His presence, His power, His peace, and He invites us to come to Him regardless of how we feel. And Jeff, I think the most important, we have His Word, and He's communicated to us that we have His promise that in heaven our pain will literally melt away. Our questions will be answered. Our tears will be wiped away. Are you struggling with a difficult life issue? Maybe it's a family problem, a private struggle, or something in your past you've never resolved. The good news is you're not alone. Sometimes we need to talk things through with someone who will listen to our story and help make sense of what we're experiencing. For more than 20 years on Hope in the Night, June Hunt has listened to thousands of personal stories, heartaches and challenges from people like you, and provided compassionate counsel from God's Word. No matter what the issue is, family, marriage, anxiety, abuse, grief, or just the daily stresses of work and life, June would love to talk with you and share help and hope through God's Word. If you'd like to talk with June on Hope in the Night, give us a call at one 800 917 We'll protect your privacy, and sharing your story might bless someone else's life. Give us a call today at 1-800-917. That's 1-800-644-4817. The sound you're hearing is your generosity at work. 
That's our folding machine preparing hundreds of our short biblical resources to send to prisoners around the country. Hi, I'm Curtis Hale, president of Hope for the Heart. I want to say thank you for your prayers and financial support of our ministry. Thanks to your generosity, we've been able to send thousands of June Hunt's books and biblical resources to prisoners in Texas and to Rikers Island in New York City. These practical resources are pointing inmates to the hope of God's Word on issues like anger, abuse, depression, loneliness, salvation, and more. They are truly changing lives, and this is all possible because of generous friends like you. If you would like to help send more life-changing biblical resources to prisons around the country, you can give online today at hopefortheheart.org forward slash give hope. That's hopefortheheart.org forward slash give hope. Welcome back to Hope in the Night with June Hunt. I'm Jeff Oliver, and we want to help you, and we want to help you help others. If you have any questions or concerns about the topics that we bring up here on the program, as June was talking about the concept and the idea of grief, uh, just call our customer support team there at 800-488-HOPE, and they'd like to help you to get the right materials into your hands. Maybe it's our keys for living on grief, and they can help you get that uh, and get that in the mail for you pretty quickly. If you'd order from them, the, the title is Guilt excuse me, it's called Grief, Living at Peace with Loss. And uh, they would um, be happy to even recommend some other resources. We have free resources on our website at hopefortheheart.org, and they can help you with that as well. Just call customer support at 800-488-HOPE. That's anytime Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time. Again, 800-488-HOPE, 800-488-4673. Let's get to our caller for tonight, and we have a uh, caller returning to us this evening, listening on the Bot Radio Network in Illinois. We welcome Dorothy. Well, well, well. Dorothy, it's good to have you back. Oh, Jude, I'm so happy to be talking to you. Thank you for taking my call. You're so welcome. How can we help you? Okay. What what my question is, is how to deal with many griefs, not just one, but, you know, griefs like come a couple of months later, you know, you're grieving over one, and then you start grieving again, and then another, you know, numerous griefs. So you're talking about people in your life that have died? Is that what you're saying? Yes. Wow. Mm. Tell me who has been the most painful of all of your losses? Well, in 2021, it was my brother. And then two months later, I had to put down my pet that I had 20 years. Oh. And then in 2022... Well, wait a minute. Tell me about your pet. What kind of pet did you have? It was a cat. His name oh. was Jerry, and I had him from a baby. I had him 20 years. 20 years is a long time. I know. Uh, that, that's exceptionally. So, so you're blessed to have had Jerry for 20 years. Wow. Um, yes. But, but that, you know, I'm going to say this. <clears throat> this is important. Many people 
do not understand. The loss and, and the, um, the huge pain of the loss of a pet, that is a member of your family. When there is an endeared, it, usually people talk about the dog or, or the cat uh, specifically, um, their, their dog or their cat, it can be. Uh, a horse. It, I mean, it, but but the thing is, when there is this precious affection of of certain animals that are endeared to our hearts, um, that that is substantial. I'm I'm glad you shared that because there are some people who don't understand because that's not what their experience has been. But I'm I'm hearing you. Loud and clear. By the way, do you have at now uh, another cat or cats? Well, I do have a a little Yorkie, and she's fifteen. And so every every day, I I, I thank God I still have her. I really do. Mm. Well, <clears throat> um, my understanding is for every. Uh, one year of a cat or a dog, uh, we multiply that by seven. And so what I'm saying is a 15-year-old uh, Yorkie, uh, she is really up in years. That would be a hundred, yeah. over a hundred year, years of, of a human's life. Um, right. So I understand your concern there. Okay, right, so you she's you have blind a, and she's deaf and I just but she has so much love in her. She still has a lot of love. And I want to say that you obviously have given her that love and care and just a precious relationship. Um, um, talk to me. Okay, it sounds like there's more than your brother and your cat of 20 years. Oh, yeah. That was in 2021, and there was three other deaths. I mean, there was another dog that was my boyfriend's dog, and she was 17, and she loved me. So I, mm -hmm. I went through that. And mm -hmm. then, uh, then in 2022... Um, Around August and December, I lost my ex, and then I lost my friend in December. Oh. You, are you saying you lost your best friend? She was a real good friend. She, wow. Well, I lost, I was losing all my support people, you know, the people that if I was hurting like 1, 2, or 3 o'clock in the morning, I could call. Yes. You know, and yeah. now it's like I don't have that support people no more. Mm. Wow. And there was more losses this year, too. So it's just been, you know, how do you deal with so much grief? And then my brother, who died in December, or in, in September, he died on my birthday. Mm. Wow. <laughs> so that didn't help. <laughs> Oh wow! <clears throat> so, and then so, his dog just died this March. 
And that was my connection to my brother. Yes. And then he just died at 12. Okay. So it's been one, one grief after another. So tell me about how you are living life where other people are involved. Are you in a church? Well, I'm trying to find a church, and I'm just trying to find a church that believes in altar calls and baptism. Mm -hmm. So I'm having a difficult time right now trying to find a church home. I do have some support people through my insurance company, believe it or not, hmm. that are trying to help pull me out of this, which in 2022, I just quit living. I, I just, I quit doing, taking medicine. I quit going to doctors. I just gave up. But then now I'm trying to come back, you know, to take care of myself. But it's yes. been a hard road. <laughs> well, the the Bible said says God made leaves for healing, meaning medicine. And it's appropriate that when there is a lack of something in our bodies, it, it's like the person who whose body um, doesn't produce enough insulin and uh, they have to take the insulin in order to live. And so I'm glad that you are aware that... You know, even even the way you talk, you have tender love, and there are a, there's a world of people who would give anything to have you as a friend, and I'm I mean that sincerely, because um, just as there are dogs and cats that need a loving master, a loving caregiver, um, they, they, in fact, um, studies will show that um, there is, is uh, even a statistically that you do better, you can do better with a beloved pet. Yeah. Uh, and those pets need uh, to know that there is affection. We're, we're talking about some type of m huge benefit that a person has, and I've seen it in all kinds of studies, where if there is uh, a, a pet, but also something you've already talked about is having a friend, those who are loners, they don't do well in terms of length of life. Right. And so I want you to realize that there are many people who have also lost, lost loved ones and how meaningful it can be to be like and you mentioned you're looking for a church home i love how you phrase that i love the the how god wants us 
in fact, this is in the book of Hebrews, um, that we are not to forsake the assembling of ourselves together. And the reason I'm saying that is um, <clears throat> those who are in involved in their churches, um, they have a greater length of life. And so how and and there is fulfillment there there is joy but you know i want you to think of it this way you can be the answer to prayer for someone who needs a friend right and th therefore it is worth it um there are churches all churches are not equal but um, I'm I'm hearing that you are wanting. I I understand the kind of of church you're wanting, and they teach from the Bible, yeah. uh, as you said, an altar call where people can come forward. Some sometimes there's a little different with with COVID. What has happened? Some churches um, have. Um, they, I'm talking about biblically-based churches. Some uh, are, in fact, I'm going to read the scripture I, I talked to, that I mentioned. Uh, this is in Hebrews 10. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 24 says, Let us consider how we may spur one another on toward, good, toward love and good deeds. Let us not give up meeting together, as some are in the habit of doing. But let us encourage one another, and all the more, as you see the day approaching. Let us, I'm going to repeat that part again. Let us not get, give up meeting together, meaning we are to be in a church fellowship, as some are in the habit of doing, but let us encourage one another. So we're to be encouragers. And the reason that we, like I'm in a Bible study, uh, on Sunday morning um, and and I go to the church service, service afterwards and at times I substitute teach um, in singles or um, I'm sometimes just doing other classes and at Sunday night I'm teaching um, struggle to believe that God loves you, that He accepts you, forgives you, and sees you as precious and beloved to Him? So many of us have a distorted image of God, that He is distant, disappointed, or doesn't care about what's going on in our lives. The truth is, God cares about you more than you believe. We want to encourage you to check out June Hunt's popular 31-day devotional, Seeing Yourself Through God's Eyes. You will gain biblical insight to help embrace the life-changing truth of the identity you have through your relationship with Jesus Christ. We give this devotional to every caller on Hope in the Night, and we give praise to God for how it has been used by Him to change so many lives for so many years. Get a copy of June Hunt's devotional, Seeing Yourself Through God's Eyes, for yourself or for a loved one at junehunt.org. That's junehunt.org. 
We would love your prayers here at Hope for the Heart. Over and over in God's Word, the Lord encourages us to lift up one another in prayer. We are reminded in 2 Corinthians 1.11, you help us by your prayers. So we want to encourage you to join the prayer team of June Hunt and the ministry of Hope for the Heart. You can join the Hope for the Heart prayer team at hopefortheheart.org slash pray. When you sign up to join our prayer team, we will send you an email each month to keep you updated with the latest prayer needs of June Hunt and the ministry of Hope for the Heart. Our prayer team is a great way to stay connected and support June and support the Hope of the Night broadcast. We are so grateful for your prayers and support of our listeners and friends like you who make this ministry possible. You can join our prayer team at hopefortheheart.org slash pray. That's hopefortheheart.org slash pray. And thank you for partnering with us in prayer. Welcome back. I'm Jeff Oliver. You're listening to Hope in the Night with June Hunt. We are a ministry of Hope for the Heart, and we thank you for your prayers and support of this ministry. Our customer support team is available at 800-488-HOPE, anytime Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time. They'll help guide you to God's hope through our resources. Let me recommend our keys for living on the topic of grief called Living at Peace with Loss, and a customer support can help you with that or any other of our resources that would be most helpful to you. Again, their number, 800-488-HOPE, 800-488-4673. Maybe you are experiencing something in your life, and you'd like to get some information on that. You'd like to just have a dialogue with June about that on a future broadcast of Hope of the Night. We welcome your call at 800-NIGHT-17. That's 800-N-I-G-H-T-1-7. And when you call, you'll just leave a detailed message for us. Let us know what questions you have, and uh, we'll get back to you to talk to you about being on an upcoming Hope in the Night. We do have availability in the coming days, uh, the next few days, so we'd like to hear from you, and uh, we'd love to you, for you to be a part of the program here. Again, that's 800-NIGHT-17, 800-644-4817. Let's get back now, June, to our conversation with Dorothy. Well, Dorothy, as I'm listening to you, um, I, I want you to realize that there are people who are, well, first of all, give me, would you give me your age, please, approximately? I'm 70. Okay. See, I know a number of people who are even younger. I'm talking about, that would be basically where you could be kind of like a a substitute mom. There are certain people who need guidance, who, um, and and I think your your wording of, you said, I'm trying to find a church home. Now, you need to be so aware that for you to have had some significant relationships no longer are a number of those relationships, family members and friends. Some of them have died. And I'm hearing, you know, you said, how do I deal with many griefs, meaning many 
losses. When you think of, in fact, there is someone, I'm just thinking right now, who is uh, in my church, and um, she is about 20 years younger than me, and she is seeing me like a, it's, it's really not exactly a mom, but she doesn't, she doesn't have a positive mom in her life. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. And this, she has someone who's always critical and who does not ever affirm her. And just to be affirmed for some, you know, to, to have um, someone to speak words of encouragement to her. I was doing this tonight. And um, she just needed to talk about some challenges in her in her personal life, you know. And when she drove off, I thought, "Thank you, Lord, uh, for putting me in the place where I can share what is meaningful it, that that is needful for her life." Right. And th- I, I just think that you can be such a blessing and part of that is finding the, those who actually uh, God will bring them to you as you are available now I know that some people have access to a senior uh, it's like a senior center um, in certain cities and um do you have anything like that? Yes, where we you do. Live? We do have that. Is that a possibility for you to say, Lord, I'm willing for you to use me in whatever way. I will evaluate. Uh, I'll go to uh, the senior center. That's <laughs> a tongue twister. Senior center. <laughs> and and and, and just yeah, say, it's just I've got to get motivated. I I stay in my apartment a lot and seclude myself, and I I can't do that, June. I you know I really can't. There is people out there hurting. I know because I'm broken myself. Well, I think it is. I I, I was very concerned about my mom when. Um, my mom did not allow herself to have friends for many years. And then she went to a biblically-based church. And, oh, my goodness, um, there were people that got around my mother. And um, it was it was so precious. She didn't know the Word of God. She didn't—it's not that she didn't believe in the Bible, but she just wasn't exposed— and I remember the friends that came up to her, I mean, not, not just came up, they, they had times that this, this large, this significant group of, of friends, I, mean, I, I thanked God over and over. It was my answer to prayer. I prayed for mom to have a friend when I wasn't even a Christian at the time, but I didn't understand why mom didn't have a friend because she was loving and but yet um, later I learned 
And then uh, my my greatest answer to prayer was a, an incredibly godly woman, um, Sarah, who was an answer to my prayers, and they were forever friends uh, un- until um, death. Now, I know by virtue of your heart, the way uh, you have expressed yourself, even even a previous uh, uh, two two previous calls that where we talked in the year, uh, um, well, well, you know when it was a couple of years ago, yes. and um, you you have all the love in the world to give, and you understand pain, and it and you are un, understandingly therefore. You can have compassion that some others don't have because they haven't gone through those trials. What I've learned is when we have gone through great trials, God stretches our capacity for compassion so that we can reach out to others and be used by God. So I think instead of just sitting in your apartment um many times people just fill their time with television but that's not a relationship they can no, there can be no. entertainment but but you need a positive healthy relationship i'm t- not talking about just one uh you have a lot of love to give and are there certain churches that you are willing to try uh, that would be fitting what you've just described to me. I have tried. I, I've tried, you know, several churches, <laughs> and I know there's no perfect church. I just, I want, I don't know. I I have a heart of gold. I really do, and I love people, and I know what our commission is for. And the mm-hmm. altar call is so important to me. Yes. Yes. Well, <clears throat> I was one that responded uh, finally to an altar call. It, it took took a while for me to understand right. God and 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 uh, the uh, and the concept of salvation. I was not raised with that, but um, I was very drawn to authentic Christians. I I wanted what they had, yet I couldn't verbally share my pain for the longest time and yet i i would have wanted somebody like you so well, thank you i think i think the thing is um you'll be able to when you go to certain churches uh to ask what uh activities they have do they have uh, a a Bible study where they their people would be your age, and are there activities? And you know you can even do this by telephone calling certain churches. That's a way. That's one way to ask to to find out what is available. Um, 
There are, in fact, um, the church I'm in has a, uh, a number of different activities for senior citizens. And um, I, I hear about announcements that they are presenting, and, and I'm, I'm always so grateful because there are wonderful things that can be done, but also not just the fellowship for you, but then how you can literally be used by God to help others. Right. So I think I, I know that you're you're right. It 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 takes effort and you're you've had major losses. Well, as you live, um, there will be losses. Uh, and um, I remember when I lost my first forever friend, uh, she was uh, eight years older than me, but I adored her. And she, she, you know, she would call me on the phone, June, do you love me? I say, I said, I yes, I said, Sue, I will always love you. I'll never not love you. I'll always have you in my heart. And um, she died of cancer, but and I to this day miss her. And yet, you know, it's been ten years, and yet, um, but she added so much to my life, and. I have a couple of other forever friends, but I can tell you um, they are invaluable. And yet God is bringing some other people into my life to be, to, to be friend. And I think that's what he's going to do with you. He's going to use you to be a source of not just companionship, but a source of his love. Because everyone needs love. Yes, they do. And so, what? Th- think about a church now that you would want to visit this coming Sunday. Can you think of where you might go? I've been thinking. I've been doing a lot of searching on TV. On well. Be thinking about a place where you can go, where you can meet others, and when they would have a time of Bible study. No matter what you're facing, there's hope. Sometimes it's hard to believe that. When we face challenges at home, work, in our family, or maybe a private struggle, it can be hard to see what God is doing. The good news is, you're not alone. If you're facing a difficult life issue, we'd love to help. Give us a call at 1-800-917 to talk with June Hunt on the Hope in the Night broadcast. You can talk with June about any issue, whether it's family, marriage, anxiety, anger, abuse, grief, or just the everyday stress of life. June would love to hear your story and work through it together with God's Word. The Bible says there is surely a future hope for you, and your hope will not be cut off. If you'd like to talk with June, give us a call at 1-800-917. That's 1-800-644-4817. Your story might bless someone else's life.
The sound you're hearing is your generosity at work. That's our folding machine preparing hundreds of our short biblical resources to send to prisoners around the country. Hi, I'm Curtis Hale, president of Hope for the Heart. I want to say thank you for your prayers and financial support of our ministry. Thanks to your generosity, we've been able to send thousands of June Hunt's books and biblical resources to prisoners in Texas and to Rikers Island in New York City. These practical resources are pointing inmates to the hope of God's Word on issues like anger, abuse, depression, loneliness, salvation, and more. They are truly changing lives, and this is all possible because of generous friends like you. If you would like to help send more life-changing biblical resources to prisons around the country, you can give online today at hopefortheheart.org forward slash give hope. That's hopefortheheart.org forward slash give hope. listening to Hope in the Night with June Hunt. I'm Jeff Oliver, and we'll get back to our caller in a moment. If you have any questions about tonight's topic or any number of topics, there are over 100 of our Keys for Living that will help you to address your situation. Keys for Living provide biblical hope and practical help on a variety of topics. One is sure to uh, connect with something that you are dealing with in your life. Just talk to our customer support team about that, and they'll help you to get the right materials there. Their number is 800-488-HOPE. They're available Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time. And again, they'd be happy to help you. And we have Keys for Living that we recommend tonight called Grief, Living at Peace with Loss. Again, customer support is at 800-488-HOPE. Also, check out our website if you'd like a full listing of our resources there with our Keys for Living and also our Lifeline to Hope online training as well as June's Bible studies and other books that she's put out over the years. Just go to hopefortheheart.org slash store. Returning now to tonight's conversation with Dorothy. Well, Dorothy, one of the things that we see in the Bible is there are all kinds of scriptures about friends um, and and relationships. Like, as iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. We are bettered when we have people that are sharpening our lives. And, you know, the, I, I love the concept in, in the Bible of the way God uses friends, and I even see the, the impact that Jesus had, in, in specifically when you look at uh, his beloved friends, uh, Mary, Martha, and Lazarus. They were a brother and two sisters. And, um, you know, the fact that even when he knew even Jesus, when he knew he was going to raise Lazarus from the dead, when he came to these, the, the two sisters, um, and, and there's no question the intimacy and the tenderness within that family. Um, and yet he, that's the shortest verse in the Bible, Jesus wept. Even though, again, he knew moments later he would be raising his dear friend from the dead. The point is, 
the pain that he felt with the loss of that friend was obviously profound. And yet what we see is a friend loves at all times. Now you've said you had these severe losses. Well, I'm just thinking others have had the kinds of losses that you have and and they they are ones that also need friendship. Uh, in Ecclesiastes 4.10 it says, If one falls down, his friend can help him up, but pity the man who falls and has no one to help him up. The whole point of that scripture is the value of friendship. Um, and so I just believe that as you have a family of friends, meaning you've, you've had friendships, you've had meaningful relationships, and yeah. you've said that recently, the last several years, you've had many, many losses. Am I, I, am I hearing that correctly? Oh, yes. Yes, very many. And so, therefore the blessed relationships that God wants to give you, you, you'll need to be going where people are. And so, um, is there any reason why you can't go this coming Sunday to one of the churches that you're, that would be a potential for you and you'll just pray, Lord, give me peace if this is right. But um, find out ahead of time if there's a Bible study that you can join. Or are there, are there weekly, you know, sometime during the week, uh, a, a Bible study of people uh, near your age? Yeah, is there there's any reason? a lot of churches that don't have Wednesday night or mm -hmm. Sunday night anymore. I'm well, having a difficult time with that, too. I did go to church Sunday, last Sunday, and I'm I'm trying to search, do some searching. Good. Well, um, my friend Jeff can help you with that. <laughs> and so <laughs> we'll see about that. And then just what, what I advise people to do is to Go to if you if you got several churches that are potential. Go three times to each of the churches so that you can see what is normal for that church. Because sometimes they can do something unusual on a particular Sunday, but but then find out what are they doing during the week. What do they have available? And sometimes. Um, there are larger churches that offer more opportunity. And, and what I want to say is, it's not that you have to belong to only one church. I mean, you can belong to a church, but many times there are activities at another church that you could be a part of. I used to teach a Bible study for singles, and I had for, for like 12 years... And I had many, many um, people that would come and say, 
could I just keep coming? I would rather not join because I'm, I really have my church membership somewhere else, but I love what you all are doing. And so I would say, absolutely. There's, there's no necessity for you to be a church member here. You can, just your presence um, is a joy to have you here. And so I would teach on Sunday morning and, and then we would have a Tuesday night Bible study at my home. Now, again, that was like singles that would be approximately between ages uh, 30 and, and maybe 50 or 55. It was that demographic. But there were, there, at my church, there was also a larger, a large group of, of senior citizens. And there, amidst all the, their children's and the, uh, the uh, you know, literally children and, and then the teenagers and the, just all different kinds of opportunities and opportunities to serve. And I can tell you that at our ministry, Hope for the Heart, um, there are people from my church that volunteer to help even things at, at our at our ministry. Is there a ministry? Let me ask this. Is there any kind of a ministry that you are, would be interested in? Oh, Jaden, I'm open. I'm open for any kind of ministry, you know, Bible-believing. I really mm-hmm. am. I'm open. Okay. Well, I know that there are all kinds of needs. Um, there are wonderful opportunities um, when there has been abuse. Um, there are, are opportunities um, at, at senior citizens' homes. I mean, I'm talking about where uh, some people don't ever get a, a visitor. And I never will forget uh, the first time I was visiting uh, a man uh, from my childhood. He was a doctor, and I got a letter from him, and I went to see him because he um, he was in a senior citizen's home, and I had not seen him for years, but he remembered me and just wrote me a letter, and so I went to visit him, and then I periodically would go and visit. But there were some people there who never, ever, where where he lived, who never got a visitor. And I would say, I would ask, is there, are there people who don't have anyone to come visit them? And the director of this senior citizen's home, she said, Oh, yes. And she said, this person, and she pin, pinpointing. And so I would just go and also not just visit uh, Dr. Mooney, who had contacted me. And, and you know, he was double my age when I was doing this, um, but because he was really up in years. And yet it was a privilege in fact, every time I would leave, I would think, why don't I do this more? Why don't I, you know, make time? But 
I know people who have said, I'm willing to go and visit people who never get in, any visitors. Now, there, there can be a type of ministry that people who really know how to reach out or those who, who are, are part of churches, many times that's part of their ministry also is to have that kind of just being able to talk to others and visit once or twice a week. Yeah, Would that, you be? Sounds, that sounds awesome because there is so many lonely people. I know I know from experience that just a a smile or somebody to take time to to recognize you. You start feeling important because I felt unimportant there for a long time. Well, the good news is there are churches that will have such an open door for you. And the fact that you care about others, and I hear it in your voice, it's just that you've got to go and um, belong at, at a particular church that, and ask what kind of ministries they have. So are, are we agreed that you're going to be not just staying home, not just looking on television, but to go in person, but call ahead of time to find out what time do they have uh, Bible study times, opportunities to serve um, that, that you could be a part of. Is that, is, is that an agreement that you will do that? Uh, for, okay. So that means that you pray ahead of time. Lord, would you confirm that if this church is the right one? And, you know, again, you can call and ask ahead of time, you know, do you have Bible studies? Many churches, they, they don't know about Bible studies. I started out in a church. There was no Bible study. And I was a teenager, um, or I, I was in, even in children's um, as a child. Um, I was in a church, but no Bible study. So you, I know that that's going to be meaningful to you. Lord, pray that you will help our friend Dorothy find the right place. We will send our keys for living on the topic of grief called Living at Peace with Loss. We'll send that out to tonight's caller. We do that free of charge because of your generous support of this ministry. If you'd like to give to keep those resources going out and to keep this program on the air, you may do so at hopefortheheart.org slash hope, and we thank you. We also have resources on the topic of friendship called Iron Sharpening Iron. You may order resources for yourself at 800-488-HOPE anytime Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time. Our materials and past programs are available at hopefortheheart.org. Also, our program can be found on all major podcast platforms. Until next time, for June Hunt, I'm Jeff Oliver saying you hang on to hope.